Welcome to Teas and Testimonies. This is episode two. We are talking about the fruit of the spirit that is joy. And today we have Miss Grace McMurray who is going to be talking to us about joy. And she is such a light, such a joy to be on campus. And that's why I chose her to talk about joy because she's such a joyous person. Um, and I'm just praying and hoping that this blesses you today. Uh, we're going to try some tea, as we always do in the mm -hmm. beginning of our videos. Today we have raspberry zinger tea. Okay. Um, and it's amazing. So, you want to taste it? I do. Now, I didn't give you any honey this time, right? That's okay. So, you just have to tell them the raw facts of the how real, it tastes. The, yeah, real, the deal. real deal of what it tastes like. And if you can taste raspberries. You definitely can taste raspberries. You can taste the raspberries. It's very good. I feel like I would put a little honey in this one. Though. Yeah, probably a little kinda, honey. It needs to be a little sweeter. But I kind of like the, you like the zing. Yeah. That's you can put a little zinger in it's there. Good. <laughs> yeah. Beautiful color, too. It is. I like it. It's a nice red color. That's also a nice alternative to coffee. If you like a raspberries, then that's just a great opportunity for you to get that. But now we're going to get into some fun stuff and some fun questions first. So we're talking about happiness and joy. So, Grace, what is in your playlist, the thing that you go to, to get happy and to be joyful? Okay, well, if it's in the morning, recently, the past couple of months, like I guess since the start of the new year, well, I always listen to Maverick City music because I love them. As you should. And they're so good. Yes. But in the morning specifically, I listen to the song Breathe mm -hmm. because it just talks about like the power that we hold, like just breathing because like we have the breath of God in us. And I don't know, like literally like every morning, that's the first thing I do when I wake up. I press that song and like I go like brush my teeth and stuff like that. But it's just like, it helps me get my day started to where it's like I'm filling myself with words that just like mean a lot and even just the symbol of like breathing it's like mm -hmm. okay like I'm doing something you know like right we forget sometimes that even the smallest thing like breathing is something and, and I it's important how they say at the end of the end of the song I think they're like um what do they say like we were just meant to like praise God with yes. our breath like that's the whole reason that we right. are breathing is to praise God and I was just like oh my gosh that's such a good song it is so, so good powerful. so that's probably my go-to it's just like it really gets you going so yes. it's a good one what about non-christian song non-christian what gets you hype gets me hype I got a feeling my Black Eyed Peas always. Mm -hmm. Like, every time it's my birthday, Yes, that's, that's the first song I play. What's like, at birthday? midnight. It's on March 8th. It's coming up. Oh, my gosh. Okay, so we need to have a Black Eyed Peas party. We do. And play we do. <laughs> but that's literally every time the first song, because it's just like, it's what I'm starting my year off with, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's good. It's, it's good. good. <laughs> it's so good. I love the Black Eyed Peas. I'm also a big Barbie fan. That's Me like too. guilty pleasure. I know. <laughs> I love it so much, but I don't say it too loud, because some people have mixed views on Barbie. <laughs> Um, okay. Well, we are talking about joy. So, a lot of people get happiness and joy kind of mixed mm -hmm. up. How can we decipher between happiness and joy? What are the differences? Yeah, I don't think happiness is a bad thing, mm -hmm. you know? Like, you want to be happy and stuff. You want other people to be happy. I do think, though, that happiness can often be looked at as earthly, and joy is eternal and centered on God. And so, like, you know... I think that happiness fades. Like, it's like something can make you happy one day, and then the next day, like, you're not so happy about it. And it's like, when we have joy, like, joy is something that lasts forever. It doesn't go away because it's it's from the Lord. And so oftentimes we can get them confused, and, 
you know, want and search for happiness. And it's like, but is that actually giving us joy? Like joy is life giving, you know, Mm -hmm. happiness isn't always that because it's not always promised. And so I think that it's something like joy that's like, this is from the Lord. It's literally a gift from him, a fruit of the spirit. You know, it's like, that's the whole point of what we're talking about. It's like, he gives it to us from his spirit. Mm -hmm. Happiness isn't in there. Happiness can come from good things, yeah. but it's not always going to last. And if we base everything on happiness, babe, we've got nothing. You that know? is so good. Happiness is not a fruit of the spirit. Yeah. It's joy. And it's right. something that God gives us. And, and they're similar. Yeah. But it's God's like. God's is everlasting. Right. Because it's from him. Right. I love that. That's so good. Oh my gosh. Okay. Now, a lot of people's favorite verse is the joy of the Lord is our strength. Mm-hmm. So. How can we pull on the joy of the Lord? What does that mean? And can you like think of a time when you had to be like, okay, I need to pull on the joy of the Lord. This, this is so funny. Mm-hmm. Or not funny. It's ironic. <laughs> because literally last night I was texting with one of my close friends who's just kind of going through some hard stuff. Mm-hmm. And like for me, I'm a fixer. Like I want to fix things to make people not be sad, you know? And like I personally just went through a really hard season at the end of last year. It was like... From July on, like, it was, it was really tough, and, like, I cried every day, and, like, I didn't tell people about that, Mm -hmm. because I am this person that people look to, and they're like, oh, she's fun, she's happy, she's smiley, like, she's this joyful person all the time, I've always been told that my whole life, because that's genuinely, like, I genuinely am a person that views the glass half full, Mm -hmm. like, that's how I just try to view life, because I just, like, we're so blessed, but I was going through a season of, like, dryness, and also just hurt, and pain, and sadness, And I had never experienced grief before. And I honestly, like, in my life, it's like, I run from hurt, as anyone would. But it's like, I especially, like, I run from that. And I was just texting a friend last night that I I said, like, I know what it means when joy comes in the morning or the joy of the Lord is my strength. Like, I know that more because of sadness. Yeah. And, like, sometimes I think sadness we feel like oh we we don't need to experience that that's bad and it's like actually like you think of the movie um what's the disney movie inside out inside out yes you think of that and it's like joy is wanting to hide sadness yeah but she had to realize that the sadness is what actually causes such joy because we we remember like i feel like when we think about the israelites i'm often reminded of the israelites because I read them and I'm like, come on, like they just walked through the water right. that's parted, the Red Sea, <laughs> yeah. and now they're complaining and they're upset. And how could they do that? Like they just saw God. And it's like, how many times do I do that where I just walk through something awesome, yeah. a miracle, and then I complain about the simplest thing? And it's like, because we just, we, we get so fixed minded on things. And it's like, we have to realize like sometimes those hard seasons. Like, we, we forget easily, and we need those seasons to actually feel joy. And so yeah. when we say the joy of the Lord is our strength, like, for me, it was like, Lord, I don't feel joy today, so I am going to ask you, like, help me today to feel joy, you know? Yeah. And it was like, I appreciated it so much more, and I'm humbled a lot more because of that, because it kind of was a show almost in some ways of, like, I was genuinely happy, but I had never been through something really, really hard. Yeah. And so after going through something hard, it's like, wow, this is, it's more real. You know, it's still real, but it's like, it's even more real now yeah. that you experienced a sense. And I feel like it's in the moments where you are lonely, where you are sad, when you are just in those really dark places where you can be like, 
man, I really have to pull on the joy of the Lord. Like, it has to. That's all I have. And God gives us those. He doesn't he need does. it. He just... And he wants, like, I was listening to Maverick City Music <laughs> this morning, and in one of their songs, the Isaiah song, it's one of my favorites. Um, but, Is it a new one? Uh, no. It's, it's just on one of their albums. It's not one of the most popular ones. Gotcha. I love it, but it, it says, like, you love when I come to the end of myself because it's just the beginning of you. Yeah. And, like, there, when the moments happen, like, we think, okay, as a Christian, like, we're always going to be joyful, and it's it's a fruit. When we think about fruit, fruit has to be planted. It has to yeah. be, you have to pull out the weeds. You have to grow it. You have to tend to it before you can actually have it. Right. And so when we think about joy, it's like, it's not natural as a human because we're born into sin. We're born into destruction. Yeah. But he gives it to us. Yeah. He gives those to us. Not for us to create, but for him to give, which is that just is, so crazy. That's so good. So what encouragement would you give when you are in those dark places and people are just going through a really rough patch? How can they take something practical to just do in those moments? We have got to arm ourselves. Like, mm-hmm. I've been reading a book. I read it during January, but called Rest in War mm-hmm. and by Ben Stewart. It's, it's incredible because it's all stuff we know. But also, while I was reading it, I was like, oh my word. Like, yeah. I've just never realized this. But it's like, like I, I typically try to write out the first letter of every word of a verse on my hand. Because it's like, when I'm going through my day and I can start to get busy and stressed or whatever. You got assignments coming. You got all these things coming. It's like, we need to stop and, and consider what the Lord says. Think and like, be refreshed. Think yeah. about the word. And so it's like... I really started to write out verses on my mirror, write them out on a sticky note, like place them places in my car, like on my phone, like stuff that it's like, you know, even just saying, hey Siri, remind me at 3 p.m. every day that the joy of the Lord is my strength. Like, there are little things like that, that it's like, you know, you could be having a crazy day, 3 p.m., your phone, you see that as a notification. I love that. Yeah, and it, it's the simple things that it's like, we've got to arm ourselves, and the best way to do that is with Scripture and what God says. That's what fills us with joy because we remember it's not about me, and the Lord loves me, yeah. and He sees me, and He's got me in His hands, and that's going to fill you, that you know? so good. I need to start setting that in my it's phone true. every day. Because Siri will do it. Yeah. You know, it will just be like every day. Just that reminder in the middle of your day. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. And I actually started, when I talked to you last week, of doing that with the verse. Yes. And it was so good because I could just look at my hand and be like, oh, what did this verse say? I'm, I'm reminded of it and yep. like I'm meditating on it. And it's so much easier. And, yeah. and it's it can be daunting sometimes to memorize a verse because yeah. it's like, I can't memorize that. I got to memorize my history test. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> there's no time to memorize a yeah. verse. And it's like when you write out the first letter, it's it reminds you what the word is. Right. And so then it's like, wow, it's way easier to memorize be still before the Lord and wait patiently on Him. Right. Because you can see the letters. Yeah. It's just crazy. Oh, that is, oh, that's so good. Practical, practical. practical I love it. And it's so good. And it's all about the Word. It is. Because the Word is going to always correct you and redirect you to it's Christ. It's true. It's true. Which is so good. Okay, what about those people, Grace, that are just negative people? <laughs> they are negative Nancys in our life. And how... How can we still be joyful and mm-hmm. love them, but also be like, I'm going to keep you at a distance. Cause, yeah. Because you're, you're like draining my joy. Right. So how can we do that in a way? I know that's a harder question. It is. Yeah. I think like, that's something I'm not very good at mm-hmm. because 
you know, or, what are you on the Enneagram? I'm a three. Okay, I'm mm-hmm. a two. Okay. I've been in denial that I've been a two. Yeah. That I didn't want to be a two. Yeah. But I, finally, I'm like, I'm a two. I'm that's a two. okay. Yep. It just makes more sense about who I am. But anyway, like, when I get around those negative people, it who you hang around matters. Yeah. Like, my boyfriend or fiance, I guess. I never yeah. expect you to say that. <laughs> He'll always say, um, you know, you become the sum of the five people you hang around. Mm. And it's true. And so if you're surrounding yourself with those negative people, that's going to come out of you. That's just natural. Yeah. And so we don't want to be like, I'm never going to hang out with those people. Because right. you're going to be around negative people in your life all the time. Like, that's right. just part of it. And we've got to be that sense of joy. But there are healthy measures yeah. of... My counselor actually told me this. He was like, Grace, you cannot keep taking on so many missionary friendships. And I was like, what does that mean? Yeah. And he was just talking about it's it's not actually healthy for you to constantly trying to be pouring out and, and changing all these people because at the end of the day, you're not the savior. Yeah. And I think that it, like for a helper, that's hard to forget because it's like, I want to make this person happy. I want to make them, you know, I want to show them the Lord. I want to blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we can do that to an extent, but actually there can be moments where it's not healthy for us anymore. Yeah. It's where it begins to, to steal our joy because we're drained. And it's like we've got to make sure we're armed up, but we've also got to make sure we're being filled with mm. other people, other friendships, so that when those moments come and we can then be able to have joy around that person. Because otherwise, our, my sinful nature is going to be like, oh, yeah. my word. <laughs> yeah. I cannot be around like, this person. Like, I can't deal with you. Right. Yeah. And it's like. We, we've got to make sure we're being filled yeah. before we can be around some of those people like that. Because otherwise, you just give in, you know? Yeah. That, and that's that's natural. Like, it doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's just, that's what we all do. It's like, I am prone to do that. When I'm not filled in the right way, yeah. it's like, I can be quick to do that. That is so interesting. I never thought about missionary friendship. Right. You always hear missionary dating. Yeah. You don't date somebody. That, right. You know, they'll eventually become a Christian. But the people that you're, like, grabbing to, like, get to be better and you're trying to fix them and you're always trying to do something for them and, like, right. just be in their, like, emotional space and make them feel better. That's also missionary friendship. Right. And, like, you can have some, but you don't need – it's not your job to fix everybody. Yeah. You know, it's not. And it's so draining. It when is. you do it. Like, you're just empty at the right. end of the day. So being around people – that can actually uplift you and like remind you of the word and are not always the missionary yes. friendships. It's like you gotta have the other ones too. Yes. That is so good, Grace. <laughs> so good. I love that. Okay, we talked about the negative Nancys, mm-hmm. and most of the time around that is complaining. So how can complaining suck our joy? And what are some other joy suckers that you can think of? Joy suckers. Okay, well, complaining is the biggest one, of yeah. course, because it it's easy. Mm-hmm. Like, it is so easy to complain. It is and really easy to complain. My mom has talked to me a lot about taking the offense bait. And I was like, what does that mean? And she told me, she's like, Grace, it's so easy for recently everybody to, to easily be offended. And that is one of the biggest joy suckers is... It's almost our pride that it's like we have to be so offended by what people do all the time. And it's like, let's flip our perspective. Like, Mm -hmm. maybe they didn't mean it like that. Or maybe they did, but maybe they were having a hard day. And you don't know what's going on in someone's life. And maybe you're walking by and they didn't say hi to you and you did. And then you're like, "Ah." and you go and complain about it to someone else. And it just starts a whole cycle. And it's like, 
Well, let's just say maybe they didn't hear you. You know, you never know. Or maybe they're busy and they were thinking about something really stressful and they didn't, they, they were just going. And so I think one of the things is like when we take offense to things so easily, like Satan wants us to do that because that tears away community. It's like he's, he's looking for ways to suck joy out of people because joy comes from the Lord. Like yeah. it, is, it is a fruit of the Lord and Satan's going to do whatever he can to destroy that fruit. Because that fruit is going to spread, you know? Yeah. And so I think complaining, I think that taking the offense bait, I think even just um, when we don't do the physical things, like get enough sleep, like stuff like that, eat good food, drink lots of water, like those types of things. Taking care of yourself. When, when you were not taking care of yourself. And I yeah. learned that. Like it's like, you know, I'm trying to do all these things. And it's like. Sometimes you gotta say no. Yeah. Because actually, like, we feel like, oh, if I do all these things, these things bring me joy because I wanna be a part. I want people to see me. I wanna I wanna be there, be yeah. present. And but there are those moments where it's like when we're not there and we're resting and fueling our bodies, that will actually cause us to be more yeah. joyful. Because if we're drained, that's gonna suck the joy out of us because yeah. then we're we're quicker to complain. Man, that is so good. I have not even thought about self-care and joy being connected. But that right. makes so much sense. It, it does. Yeah. You, it's it's hard to connect the two, but it, it really is something that it's like, if I don't get enough sleep, I'm probably going to be cranky at 3 p.m. Yeah. I'm going to need <laughs> yeah. that verse to pop up on my screen because mm-hmm. I, wasn't, I didn't have enough sleep the night before. Yeah. And I think we don't think of rest as being a gift from God as well. Right. Like he literally set that example for us for a reason. Right. And it wasn't for him. It was for us so that we can have that joy and we can restart and like produce all those fruits of the spirit. And sometimes rest is not my, that's not my strong suit at all. I'm terrible. I am terrible at rest. Terrible at rest. Because I don't like to be still because I think, yeah, there's so many things I could be doing right yeah, now. Yeah, you can be involved in all these things and talking to so many people and living your best life. So but, many things. And uh, when we think about in Genesis, you know, when God rested, he saw it was good. Yeah. Like, you can't see the good if you don't rest. Yeah. Oh, that's so Because we're, we're going too fast that we're passing by things. But when we stop and take a second, like yeah. I've been going through Job, mm-hmm. and Job, one of Job's friends told him, he said, Job, you need to stop and consider the wonders of God. And I think that's so beautiful because it's two commands, to stop and to consider. Yeah. Like, that's big. Yeah. And so it's like, when we rest, we can see something's good. We can consider the wonders of God. But if we're just going all the time, joy is out of the window because it's not there. That's so good, Grace. That is so good. I just... I need to rest because <laughs> lately I have not been resting Same. and I've been cranky and just mad and I'm like, God, I'm just struggling. But and then like, you're mad that you're cranky about people. Exactly. You and I'm like, I'm not yourself. loving you the way that I can, right. but I'm tired. <laughs> so yes, I got you. Oh, okay. Now a lot of people, we have the t-shirts all the time that say choose joy. Right. What does it mean to choose joy? Not just to have it in a nice idea or like a nice little template on right? the screen, but like, what does it really mean? For us to choose joy. I think choosing joy is, like we talked about earlier, it, it's calling upon the Lord. Like yeah. truly. And I had never thought about that until I went through something hard. Yeah. But I, it made me realize, man, I don't want to be joyful. Like when something's hard, you don't want to be joyful. That's the last thing you want to be because you want people to realize like you're hurt, you're upset, you're not the same. And when we choose joy, we say, Lord, 
I know all of this is going on, but I know that you have a plan and I'm going to choose to trust. And when we choose to trust, we can choose joy mm. because it's much easier to choose joy when we choose to trust. Because if yeah. we don't trust, we're not going to want to be joyful. Right. We can't create joy. It's like that's the Lord's to give. And so if we don't even have the open hands to say, I'm going to choose to trust, he then will fill those hands with joy, you know, and right. we can say, you know, all these things just keep happening. And maybe you have a bad day, you know, like you said this thing to a person that you wish you didn't said, you got a bad grade. It's like all these things that even in the middle of the day, you're like, man, I have not been myself today. There's still that moment where you can say, there's still a couple more hours in the day. I'm going to yeah. choose joy. Like you can change your day by saying and asking the Lord, would you please give me like, I just, it has been so mind blowing to me to read that book, Rest in War, because he talked about the fruit of the spirit is not ours to create. It's his to give. And so when we ask and say, God, I need joy, he'll give, you know? And so it's like choosing joy means asking and saying, I trust you. And I'm going to, even in this hard moment, choose to believe that you have what's best for me. And I'm going to clean that. That's faith. That's yeah. what faith is, you know? And I feel like when we hold on, like we don't have open hands. No. We hold on to Clenched. everything. You're just sitting there being anxious. You're always worried about something. You're always overwhelmed. And that is a complete choice. Right. Like you don't have joy. Right. At all. But that is a choice that you make. You're mm-hmm. choosing to give over all those things to the Lord. Right. And trust Him. Right. And then you're just like, okay, I'm free. And I can be happy and joyful in where I am. And yes. that's so cool. Yes. Oh. You're just so good. You're just so good. Okay. What is a verse or a go-to verse or a go-to thing that you have to go to when you're thinking about joy? Like you're in the heat of the moment of being sad or confused or just overwhelmed. What is something, a pocket full of sunshine that you just pull out and you're like, okay, this is a good reminder. Um, There are several. Okay. I think my biggest joy-giving verse is a chapter. It's Psalm 23. Which I feel like is something that a lot of people know. But like seriously that verse is so, like I can picture it. You know, like he leads me besides quiet waters. Like he restores my soul. He anoints my head with oil. My cup overflows. Like he prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Like even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will not fear because the Lord is with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. It's like, it's so visual yeah. And it, it is like, surely the goodness of the Lord will follow me all the days of my life. That that whole passage is like, when I know I need to be filled, like that reminds me of the good shepherd. Of just, mm. this is Jesus. Like, he's my shepherd. He wants to lead me. Right. And I can be filled with joy because I'm like, okay, like he knows what I need. Yeah. And he's leading me. And it's he's not leading about me. me. Jesus, no. He got it. I right. don't have to worry about it. Right. Ugh. That that passage so is so big yeah. for me. And I feel like a lot of people just kind of skim over it because yeah. we hear it so many times. Same. But the words the words, the verse. And each just... verse is, I've read it before. I can't tell you all the verses they're tied to, but every single verse is tied to another verse in the scripture, mm. which is crazy. That is crazy. Like oh all like, goodness. there's a verses from Isaiah that tied to it. So right. and it's like, wow, this verse, this chapter is so just. It's so good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love it. And then Psalm 23, I'm like, okay, God, I hear this at every funeral. I hear this at every church. I just blah, blah, blah. And I don't pay attention to the Mm -hmm. fact that God is like, no, I'm with you. I'm leading you. This is why it's so important. Because Mm -hmm. like, 
you have joy in the scriptures too. Right. Like go to the scripture right. when you are in those places. And it's just true. find something that is like, God, thank you for speaking to me. Thank you for redirecting my mind to like not all these overwhelming things. Yes. But your joy and the peace that you give. I think a lot of times when we think, Man, we're not hearing from the Lord. Well, are we reading this Bible? Yeah. That's <laughs> yes. the word. That's what like he that said. is him. Yeah. And that's how we're gonna hear from him yeah. is if we read our Bible, right. we're going to hear from him. You know, he, it, it's a, the book is alive. Like, the Word of God is alive and active, and it, yeah. it never leaves you the same after you open it. And so it's like, yeah. even if you don't automatically feel it, it's like the Lord is speaking to us there. I always wonder, like, if we took God's Word just seriously. Like, Jesus says so many times, I am the Word. Like, right. he is the Word. So when you're like, Jesus, speak to me. Go to the word. Right. That's him. You're right. hanging out with him. You're talking to him. Right. And it's like, we don't take it seriously sometimes. He's telling us exactly what we uh-huh. need. And we just don't listen. We just got to believe it. Got to believe it. And, oh, that's such a good reminder. This has been so good, Grace. You just are doing such a great job. <laughs> so good. Okay. Now, last question. Okay. That we always end with. What are some of your simple joys that stir your affection for Christ? You're like, Jesus, thank you for this. This is the most simple thing, but I'm just basking in it and I'm just so grateful nature is probably my top mm-hmm. like seriously a sunny day just seeing like the trees I, I love trees like I love how they're different I love them blowing in the wind like just going out in nature to me is I'm like I can see the Lord like yeah. he was cool enough to create this leaf yeah that differs from this leaf that differs from this leaf like it's just so cool the detail and I'm like he is such a detailed God, and sometimes I think it's easy to forget that, that he cares about the little details of my life, just like he cares about the little detail of a blade of grass. Like, he created a blade of grass, yeah. you know? It's like, it's crazy. And so going out to nature, um, but also just, like, people for me, like, big extrovert, mm-hmm. but it's just like, when I get to do things like this, it's like, man, Lord, like... After, I'm filled with so much joy yeah. because I'm like, that's so cool that I get this opportunity to talk to people. Like, being at Union is so neat to me. And it seriously, has just been, you know, it's not been perfect. Yeah. And there's been hard moments and moments where I'm frustrated and all of that. But at the end of the day, especially, like, now I'm about to graduate, it's like, this place is so special. And the people yes. are so special that it's like, we've got all these people here with all these stories and different yeah. lives. And it's like, learning stuff about them. Yeah. It is so good. So good. And, like, if you think about, I don't know if there's any other place in the world. Maybe I'm just kind of naive. You're but, right. like, honestly, like, we just encourage each other on this yes, campus. Yes, it's crazy. We get to talk about the Lord together all the time in mm-hmm. every conversation, no matter where you're at. And it's just amazing. It really is sweet. I love you, Mew. Me too. Just because of that fact. Me too. Because it's just a great, like, community of people that want to see you succeed. And want to encourage you. It's true. It's great. Which is why I'm doing this podcast. I know. And it's because so, there's so many amazing people. And it's so cool. It's yeah. like the Lord is using you to then yeah. get to just talk to all these people. And using you because this is <laughs> such a good podcast. Like you did so good. Uh, I'm going to re-listen to it and just think about joy. Because honestly, this has been the hardest week for me. Everything has been just going on a hundred times. Uh-huh. <laughs> miles per speed. I don't know. But it's just crazy. Like... I don't know. I haven't been finding a lot of joy yeah. at all because I'm like, Jesus, like, I'm just always busy mm-hmm. and I can't do anything and I have not rested. And he's like, well, that's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're not resting in me. 
um, and you're complaining and you're overwhelmed and you're doing all these things. And so this was just a good reminder to just calm down. To slow down. To rest. And he restores time. Yeah. He does. Yeah. And he'll to give meditate back. on his work. Yes. Just find peace in that. So thank you so much, Grace. Thanks for asking me. Such a joy to be around. Um, I hope you guys really enjoyed this. I know that it was a blessing to me, and I hope that it's also a blessing to you guys. Um, Just remember to share your story with someone. Like, everybody has a story. Everybody has some testimony. And as believers, it's just super, super cool to always see that all of our stories lead to Christ, and it leads um, to the truth. So make sure you tell the truth to someone this week. Um, and as you go throughout your life. And I just hope that you guys stream this from Spotify or YouTube. Um, we're on both of those platforms. And you can find all that information on Instagram. So thank you so much. Bye. Bye.